Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to A to Z Sports, uh, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. We are Nashville's On Demand Sports Network, going live weekday mornings at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show on our Twitter X timeline at it is Sports segment by segment. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads for more great Titans content. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly make it happen for us and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. The Aura app, keeping your information safe online and get a two-week free trial with our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in the Middle Tennessee area, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. Their website is krebskubota.com. So I will address something out of the gates because I've seen several comments uh, discuss it already on both Facebook and YouTube, but I'm just going to showcase Stevens because he says the Boston Globe article on the home run potential hire of Vrabel was interesting. So everybody who wants to discuss Mike Vrabel and that situation, we will be doing that tomorrow morning because I have a very interesting opinion on that. I have research to do today and we will discuss that at length which I think will be a very good conversation of that. But that will be Tuesday morning uh, because we have to discuss uh, what was the aftermath of the Titans losing to the Steelers on Thursday Night Football by four. Will Levis throwing a pick uh, at, at the, for a touchdown attempt right there at the end and Mike Vrabel's press conference the right after that on Friday. But, Zach, you have not discussed anything about the Steelers game. Do you have any things you need to say before we get to Vrabel's Friday presser about the game on Thursday night. I think a couple of things that come to mind is that first opening drive of the football game was devastating. Let's just set the tone yeah. there. Yeah. That is unlike and uncharacteristic of the Titans defense, kind of like what we saw against Indianapolis and their run defense. But boom, the Steelers go down and score, and then the game kind of shakes out through there. The Titans have some hard-earned points. They don't get in the end zone as many times as they need to, or at least as they did against Atlanta, right? But Will Levis, growing up, right, building blocks, I think that's what that, that game represented. Sure, you would love for Will Levis on prime time on national television to mount a drive and win that football game. And most NFL games come down to two minutes. What are you going to do? You saw Cowboys-Eagles right there even the bills bingles shook out last night as a close game and making plays but will levis being able to pass consistently you don't want him passing 39 times no. but he can and that's something the titans quarterbacks have not i feel like done or been able to do over the last years Tannehill's window is throwing for about 
150, 175, only 20, 25 times. If Will Levis can kind of grow from these experiences, and I, I'll say the last thing on the game, throw, missed, receiver, turned around, right? Tajay Spears, oh, well. that was the backbreaker that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, could have changed the complete complexity of that game if they were able to make that play. I think there yeah. was shared... Uh, responsibility responsibility on both i don't think it was singular to tajay spears i don't think it was a completely bad throw throw by will levis but that timing that's your opportunity and then the interception at the end you're just trying to make a play probably don't yeah. throw it across the middle but i don't i don't slash or or criticize will levis in that situation tough no. loss and tough afc loss as the trajectory of the titans since Tends to be more cloudier and cloudier by every loss at three. Yeah, I think 85 to 90% of quarterbacks throw that interception or fail to score a touchdown in that spot. Like Dak Prescott last night had a similar situation, right? And he threw it short of the end zone and CeeDee Lamb caught it, goes on to the stats book, but, you know, no touchdown loss, right? So I, I think, you know, that's something that we, I don't think either of us or many people in the chat are going to blame Levis for that interception, his first pick of his career. But let's go to Vrabel's press conference opening up his Friday presser being asked by Teresa Walker. The very first question of this press conference about who the starting quarterback is moving forward. And if it is or isn't uh, rookie Will Levis. Are you ready to name him? Maybe your starter? No, not ready to do that yet. Um, I think we'll have a conversation with the depth chart over the weekend and we'll have a depth chart uh, or something close to it available. You know, when we talk to you on Tuesday to, to be able to, to go through, the moving parts of not only Ryan's health, but whatever there are going on on the offensive line, which which there is, you know, coming out of that game, um, which there would be like in the defensive secondary. So there'll probably be some some moving parts here over the weekend. When when you make that decision, Mike, is it purely on who? Assuming Ryan's healthy, is it purely on who's playing better right now, or do you take into account things like Ryan's track record or Will's potential, things like that as well? Yeah, uh, I think with any position, uh, you look for, uh, you know, who gives you the best opportunity to, to win and where you're at and, and what's you know, best for the football team. So you know, we'll, we'll have those conversations um, over the weekend. We'll see where Ryan's health is. We'll see where, you know, some different guys are as health. But you know, we're always just trying to figure out you know, what gives us the best chance to win, what what, what, what we can do to, to win a football game, especially one next week that's on the road. So there's Mike Vrabel Friday's press conference. That was the first minute and a half of his press conference on Friday after losing to the Steelers. A ton to pick apart there, and we're going to do that. Him not committing to Will Levis as the Titans starting quarterback moving forward. We'll see where Ryan Tannehill's uh, ankle is, but let's react to that, Zach, here, but in a moment after I tell you guys about Krebs Kubota, Middle Tennessee's preferred equipment provider and an elite Kubota dealer in the Middle Tennessee area. Krebs Kubota is where you should turn for all of your equipment needs. They have three great locations in Middle Tennessee, Murfreesboro, Columbia, and Franklin. Their website, KrebsKubota.com, is pretty incredible. Uh, I, I will say that. I've been checking out the website uh, for sure, and whether you need equipment for your property, for your your home, whatever projects you have to do in the spring, now is a great time to do that. The holidays are approaching. 
nudge that person saying, hey, you need to do better for the yard in the spring. Now is a great time to do that, uh, to go get the equipment that they need to get that project done with Krebs Kubota. Uh, they also have the best equipment and the best warranties in the industry as well. And with their great customer service, you don't have to buy the equipment. You can rent it. Maybe it's just a weekend project. That's all you need it for. You don't want to store it in your garage or in your shed out back. Krebs Kubota allows you to rent that right equipment for however long you need it. Take it back and be done with it right there. Check them out online for everything at KrebsKubota.com. It is eSports. We're powered by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today. You got you hooked up right there. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports for the king of the sports books. We love BetMGM. We talk about BetMGM day in and day out on this morning show. Use that bonus code for new users, ATOZ Sports, right there. Download the app today. All right, so Mike Vrabel said not really willing to say that Will Levis is the starting quarterback yet for the Tennessee Titans. Ryan Tannehill uh, is now, when this Bucks game begins, that will be the four-week mark, the 28-day mark from his sprained ankle that happened in London. It feels like it's been a lot longer uh, than just uh, 22 days this morning. Uh, but 28 days by the time the Titans kick off, Against Tampa in uh, against Tampa in Tampa uh, there. So Zach, what did you think about Vrabel's approach of no, not really to do that yet? You know, and he's always said Ryan's our quarterback when healthy. Like we've got that clip uh, that we played, you know, a few weeks ago. Ryan's the quarterback uh, when healthy, and we we've seen that a lot. So uh, what is your uh, feeling on how uh, Vrabel answered that question on Friday? Well, Mike Vrabel notoriously is not reactionary, right? When he gets on, even after the game, they lose, they win. He is very, and this is the Belichick in him, right? Is don't get too high, don't get too low. It's a long season, one you know, one day at a time, one game at a time. That we on to the next one, on to Cincinnati. Like it, it's it's instilled in him, so we know that that pisses a lot of people off, but it's just what it is. And this is another example of being very protective. He's being protective of his decisions or future decisions. Right, wrong, indifferent, that's what he's doing, right? Because after a Thursday night game, there's no reason. I mean, nobody's forcing him to make any decision on a game that's coming the following Sunday on the road against Tampa. He wouldn't even tell that Will Levis was starting on Thursday until reports got out, right? So this is completely by the by Mike Vrabel's book on what he's doing. He's being very protective. And he's been, I feel like, even more protective of a young quarterback. The good thing, and, and here's the silver lining in all of this, that mm -hmm. I feel like we, we forget about. The good thing is, is that Malik Willis is not in the conversation anymore. Let's just be honest. Not, right? not for anything like substantial, right? Not substance. And there was some worry at the beginning of the year and as they maneuvered through the backup and the third string quarterback and then, you know, the draft picks. And all. But Malik, will, that is a positive for Titans fans because if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one quarterback. If you no, got three Vrabel, quarterbacks. Vrabel doesn't believe that though. But, Vrabel well, was asked that. It, well, and. He could believe whatever the hell he wants to believe, yeah. but history shows that if you got two quarterbacks, you don't have one. You don't have one quarterback, and that you need one quarterback to win. But he's being very protective, like Vrabel is. But I will—I don't want to give Vrabel, Vrabel credit. There was no need for him to immediately on a Friday 
announce that, right? In Vrabel's way, and he didn't. Yeah, and people are saying Malik is going to get cut. I mean, who knows what's going to happen uh, moving forward. The trade deadline is passed, and so there's no way you can get rid of Malik Willis or do anything for him right now. It's going to be an off-season decision uh, with that. And so we'll figure out – this is all about Ryan Tannehill's health, right? And John Glennon in his follow-up question, you know, it's like, you know, uh, assuming and just like in the hypothetical of Tannehill is healthy, how do you do this? Do you weigh the future of – Levis or the what you know now about Tannehill and the the, the well, what do of, you know now about Tannehill and his injury right well, like there's some question marks there yeah I know like even if we want to even if we want to take week one against New Orleans where Tannehill was dreadful and say through three interceptions if you want to, even if you want to remove that you've got five games of Tannehill two touchdowns three picks and two games of Levis with four touchdowns one pick. And, you know, Tannehill's won two in five chances and Levis is one and one. So, you know, his answer was, well, you want to do what's going to help you win games now. And based off of the, you know, last two weeks, we've seen a different level of explosiveness. Unfortunately, scoring 16 points in the last three losses is what's happened with Ryan Tannehill, with Will Levis. (laughs) You lose games, you score 15 or 16 points, uh, or you score three in Cleveland, right? Uh, And so... The, the result on the scoreboard was not different, but I feel like the way you got the 16 points looked and felt different because of what Levis had like six completions of 20 yards or more in the game against Pittsburgh. Good like, throws. And, yeah. Big boy throws, right. right? NFL quarterback type throws. And I think another, another thing that goes into this is Pittsburgh. You know, having a rookie quarterback go into a hostile environment, the Pittsburgh Steelers on a primetime game are always tough to beat. They all, regardless who, if it's Kenny Pickett, pause, or if it's Ben Roethlisberger, I mean, or if it's Zach, Mitchell you, Trubisky. Do you want to see the stat? You, do you know the stat? The Pittsburgh stat for rookie quarterbacks? Do you know it? You what went on it? the show. After Will Levis lost in Pittsburgh, Rookie quarterbacks are one in 21 in Pittsburgh in the last 20 years. The one rookie quarterback to win a game in Pittsburgh in the last 20 years is Dak Prescott. <laughs> and like, isn't that crazy? I remember one that game tw- it was, too. That was a it close was one game. in 20. It was one in 20 before Thursday, and Levis became 21. And that is meaningful in this conversation on how he handled things. He went in there and he had command. Did he win the football game? No, but Austin, he damn sure gave his team a chance. You took the words right out of my mouth. He damn sure gave his team a a chance to win. And that's, you know, so let's, let's hear this audio or video from Vrabel because a lot has been discussed with Mike Vrabel. I've gotten texts about it. We've gotten comments from you guys about it on the show. I've seen it on social media, man. Vrabel is really tough on Will Levis. And here was, Mike Vrabel on Friday um, when asked about how do you think Will Levis played Thursday night in Pittsburgh? The beginning of this video is absolutely hilarious. Uh, Will played last night. Hmm. Again, when, when we lose, no, nobody did a good enough job. I think there was some, some, some good plays. I think that there was some, some decisions that, that we can't make, you know, and, and you know, throwing the ball into cover two. Uh, down the sidelines isn't something that is going to be very advantageous um, offensively if you're trying to take care of the football. 
again, in that particular situation, you know, I felt like we all felt like um, made a bad decision to go to hop on, on first, first down. Uh, miss, miss Tajay, you know, on second down. And instead of um, making, making uh, what would have been a, a, a costly mistake, I felt like taking the lead on the road and ensuring that to happen uh, on third and 10 was, uh, was the right decision. Tajay gets twisted up on that play. It seemed like it was more on him. It was a decent, decent throw. And you say, well, we can't try that again because our rookie running back got tied up. No, I don't think that. You know, I think we need. I think we need to throw a better uh, ball um, at that point and just that put is, it right on Tajay. Is that what you were saying on that play? I just think we need to find a way to complete that uh, pass to open guys, and, and Will knows that, and and any quarterback would would know that whether Tajay got turned around or anything else. It, well, Coach, how do you think Will Levis played last night in a nearly impossible place for a rookie quarterback to win? Eh, I mean, and then need to throw a better ball. And there's so many things to pick apart there uh, in what Mike Vrabel saying about his rookie quarterback. I saw, uh, you know, Lucas uh, brought this up, and the second half of that was about the decision to run the ball on third and 10 with a timeout in your pocket and 25 seconds to go on the clock before half, you run the football, and instead of giving Will Levis another opportunity, the, the play after, he couldn't connect with Tajay Spears, so he punished Levis on third and 10. Maybe, maybe not. He didn't say he did. He just thought he wanted to protect a lead on the road in that situation. So a lot to get to, Zach. Let's ask this question to the audience. Is Mike Rabel being too critical, or is he being fair when he is talking about and publicly handling Will Levis. Is Mike Vrabel being too critical or fair in his public handling of Titans rookie quarterback Will Levis? But I will let you tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my health plan uh, in 2022. I carried it over to 2023, and it's looking good for 2024. Health, dental, and vision, 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. If you live in Tennessee, make sure you check out Farm Bureau Health Plans, and it can be the right health plan for you individually. Maybe you're a single person, you know, and you just need a, a plan, or you've got a wife. you got a wife and kids. you got a family. You've got a husband. It doesn't matter. The, the Farmer Health Plans can help you and your family, and they've been helping Tennesseans for over 75 years. They're trusted by the Tennessee Titans. They're trusted by A to Z Sports. How it works is you call in or you go to, to uh, fbhp.com slash A to Z, and you get a quote. You take a quick health assessment. They give you a quote, and then you decide. There's no pressure. You can make that decision for yourself. But when I took the health assessment and I got a quote, I realized – that was a much better health plan, all told, price included, but all told, for me, I made the switch. You should, too. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. And November is officially here, and so is football. So gear up with the BetMGM app and tap into greater thrills all season long and get a great first bet offer, the best first bet offer out there for any sports book. That's with BetMGM and our bonus code ATOZ Sports. That means when you sign up with our code ATOZ Sports with BetMGM, go big on that first bet because you get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if that first bet misses. So no worries. You go swing twice at it big time, up to $1,500 back in bonus bets with that first bet offer. So go big with our bonus code. That's ATOZ Sports. When you sign up with a BetMGM app, BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older. It's the only new customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, or requirements. First on-line rope, money wager only. Rewards issued a novel double bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem, you have support. Call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. So, Zach, I will send you to the chat here. Uh, is Mike Rabel being too critical or is he being fair when he's publicly handling Titans QB Will Levis? Because we just heard, eh, didn't play, you know, good plays, bad plays, can't throw it on the sideline into cover two, got to have a better ball to Tajay on second down. Is he being too critical of Will Levis or is this fair? What's the chat saying here? Trevor starts off with saying fair. Steven also says fair. Mark D says critical. Mr. Jones says fair. Lou Man says fair. So fair's in lead early on. Orlando also says fair. Eric says too critical. Fair, it's who he is. Fair from David. Too critical from Amar. Too critical from Jags Got Juice. CJ says fair. Too critical coming in there. Jesse says Vrabel is a good coach, but he has no idea how to handle young talent. His track record proves that. What is that track record? Yeah, I I mean, in in what regard? I I think you got to be specific in what young talent represents and what position, right? Yeah, like what what are the young talented players that Vrabel has messed up? Like, is it? not throwing the ball to AJ Brown enough as a rookie in like the month of September and October. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like that's one that comes to mind, but Tajay Spears is out there getting a lot of reps and he's a young talent. Peter Skronsky is probably the best off. And you know, there's a, I don't know what, what that situation is, what that means. Uh, Duran says fair. Nick goes critical. Mo says critical. Demario says fair. Critical from Steven way too critical from Jay Bryant. Nick also goes critical uh, critical greater than fair from Michael Micah. So, you know, I think that's a fair point by saying maybe it's not too critical, but it's greater than fair playing logistics from scary Harry, just motivating them from Rambo first blood, which is kind of funny. Uh, let's see, uh, critical coming in critical, uh, fair, uh, Darius says fair. He wants him to earn it, but understand how it can be critical. This is unique because the chat, you've got Rashid and Mike both coming in as fair, but PBK says too critical. He does not look like a rookie. Jack and Black says too critical. You don't throw your rookie quarterback back under the bus. And so Jack felt like that answer maybe threw him under the bus a little bit. Um, Austin, unique chat, right? Because I think it's more split than maybe what we would assume heading into this question. I think the chat is split 50-50 on too critical and fair on how Mike Vrabel is handling his young rookie quarterback, you know, after two starts at one and one. Yeah, so my answer, I I think this is, for the most part, it's fair. And I've had people text me, like, over the, since the Falcons game, right? Because after the Falcons game, Mike Vrabel was very even on Levis, who just had four touchdown passes in a debut, three of which were like bombs with 50 air yards or more. And it was the best rookie quarterback debut since Fran Tarkington scored five total touchdowns in 1961. That was it. And there was the tunnel 
meet from Levis walking up the tunnel. Rabel kind of not being excited and sending him in there. The locker room, there was the post-game speech the Titans published all over social media and not one mention of Will or Levis's name in that minute or so uh, speech after a big win when the rookie quarterback helped win the game. And so everybody's like, wait, does Vrabel hate Will Levis? I'm like, I don't. And then you see this. How do you think Will Levis played in Pittsburgh? Eh, I think it's fair because especially after the Falcons game, when this kind of narrative started to grow a little bit, I was I would respond to those texts that I got of saying, look, Mike Vrabel knows that Will Levis just had the best rookie quarterback debut since Fran Tarkington in 1961. He knows that the national media will be talking about mayo and the coffee and the eating the full banana and Will Levis's biceps and how great Will Levis's throws are and all these things and how all so I think Mike Vrabel is managing his rookie quarterback. Now, does Will Levis need to be managed this strictly? I don't know. Will Levis seems like a pretty even dude uh, from how he's responded to both a win against the Falcons and a loss against the Steelers. Will Levis seems like he's, you know, he's played quarterback his whole life. He knows how to answer the questions like a quarterback. But I think it's fair because I don't think Vrabel wants Will Levis to even have the slightest thought of I got this and still keep doing what he's been doing the last few months and preparing and getting ready to go out there and play comfortable and loose and to be effective. So I think it's fair. So overall, overall, I say fair. Look publicly. Cause, cause what's the question publicly. Right. And I think it's also trying to, to, Hey fans, like it's one, the Falcons games one game. It's one game. Did right. he almost throw a pick and DeAndre Hopkins had to play defensive back? And and yeah. Yeah, he he almost threw a pick there where he shouldn't have have uh, against Pittsburgh and the Steelers, you know, DB dropped it. The Steelers DB dropped the one to Chig right before the one that was caught to Wiley to end the game. So I I do think it is overall his public approach with Will Levis is fair for me. I think he's going overboard. Like, okay. I, 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 there's a difference between tough love and how Mike Vrabel has acted in the two, the last two weeks. And I'll give you an analogy. It's the army dad that never tells his son. I love you. Now it doesn't mean that he doesn't love you, but he's such an asshole. Let's just call it what it is. And yeah. you, and we got to get the most, we got to wake up early. You're in the army now. You're not behind a plow. You'll never get rich by digging a ditch. You're in the army now. Like every single day. But he never says I love you. Ever. Yeah. For 50 years. That I feel like in the last two weeks, I get tough love. If there's anybody who is so upset at how sensitive society is, it's me. I think society is, is, is I'm not going to go any further. I, I I think it's got a problem. So I am not the one that is like the softy, but I do think in the way that he, Austin, let's let's replay this real quick and okay. let's get your opinion. How uh, Will played last night? Is that how you believe that Will Levis played on Thursday night? Did he win? No. Did he throw an interception? Yes. Did he make some bad throws or, or, or not great decisions for a quarterback in prime time? But do you think 
If I asked you, how do you think Will Levis played? Will played last night. Hmm. Wrong. That that is that is fundamentally incorrect. He didn't play like that. He didn't play great. He shouldn't be praising him and saying, man, I'm disappointed they didn't throw four touchdowns like he did the week before. We're not going crazy here, people. But it, it is overboard. It's, it's a little too much army dad for me. And that's how I answer publicly. I will also say this as a disclosure. I don't know what goes behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Him and Will, Will Levis may be dapping up. They may be buds. He may be... Maybe telling him I love you every single day, right? I don't know. But the question we're asking is publicly, and I think that it's overboard. I I think look, I think again, overall I say fair, but I do I love the analogy. Do you agree with with Mike Vrabel of what he said about his play on Thursday night? That's ridiculous. I, I, I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying that I see through it. I think does that make sense too? Like I like I am not falling for like I I I don't I don't think that Will Levis and Mike Vrabel are dapping each other up in the locker room and they're eating lunch together every day. I'm not saying know. they're doing that. I mean, they probably should eat lunch together every day because he's the future of the franchise. But we'll talk more about the future of the franchise tomorrow uh, when it comes to Mike Vrabel and a trade. But so I, I do think that this is a facade. I think it's a show. I think it's Mike Vrabel trying to keep things as even as possible. And I think it goes into the overall game that Mike Vrabel is playing. But is it, that he? It, but the point is, it's too much. You, I you don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. What you just said. I think it's a part of the whole plan. Yeah. But this is getting out of hand. You're sitting here not going to tell anybody what the quarterback situation is. If Ryan plays, oh, well, what do you think about the reports of Will Levis starting? I never said that. Like, there's so many different examples of Mike Variable playing hardball. He can continue to play hardball, but what my my point is is that it's too much, and that's why I answered the way that I did. It's we're, we're kind of getting a little bit worn thin of it. I, look, I I don't I think here is the there is a there is a line where Mike Vrabel will absolutely cross it and go way overboard with his criticism and critical nature of Will Levis. It's if he goes back to Ryan Tannehill. That that I think is the what the hell is going on moment. And that's the title of today's show. Mike Rabel needs to stop playing games with Will Levis as the Titans starting quarterback. Because what is he doing? He's playing games. Is he being army dad? Is he is he just going through this facade of public information and trying to throw off teams and gamesmanship for the Bucks to not know if Tannehill is going to come back or if it's going to be Levis for the third game in a row, in my opinion, that doesn't matter because like, what's the, you know, has there been a schematic difference in Ryan Tannehill and Will Levis's game plan other than they throw the ball deeper for Levis. So if you're the Bucks, prepare for Levis and be okay with Tannehill. That's the, that's what I'm doing. If I'm uh, the Bucks prepare for Levis and then catch everything us underneath. So like, I, I think he only goes too far with his criticism of Levis is if he goes back to Tannehill which absolutely should not happen. But could. It feels like it could. It it could happen. Mike Vrabel could sit here, and I don't condone this, but he could sit there and say, we're paying a quarterback $30 million. 
I don't believe in losing your job based on injury. Ryan Tannehill is our starter. He gives us the best chance to win, and he's going to start. He could say that, Austin. And that is the prototypical Army dad response, right? Yes. So I don't know what's going to happen. Right. That, so- it, it kind of it works in Mike Vrabel's favor. We understand why he does the gamesmanship stuff. Like, But I also say it's kind of going overboard. Look, I don't think it's, I, it, in my opinion, it can't go overboard until Tannehill replaces Levis, a healthy Levis, as a starter. Austin, is this anywhere remotely the correct answer? Uh, uh, Will played last night. Hmm. Uh, I, I... I mean, Levis was not nearly as good against Pittsburgh as he was against Atlanta. Is that the correct answer on how will Levis play? No, but I, I feel like that was Vrabel having to be like, hmm, how am I going to make this not as good as it actually was? <laughs> like, it is. <laughs> I, that's public perception. Like, he's on the stand. He's on the stage. We, he knows where he is, right? Yeah. And I, I think you could have answered that question a lot different than Look, I I don't I don't disagree. I do want to get to some super chats because we got a lot of them, and I and I think there's a question you kind of floated it out there of like should Ryan Tannehill lose his job because of injury? And you know I think that's something we can kind of hit on both with some of the super chats that I see make sense uh, with that conversation and, and really expanding this convo of how Vrabel is treating Will Levis. Zach says he's the army dad that never tells his son. I love you. But first, let me tell you guys about Aura, who will protect your information online. Aura is all about helping you out. I signed up with Aura over six months ago, and it's been phenomenal. I don't get spam calls. I don't get junk mail like I used to because Aura identified 30 data brokers who were selling my information to telemarketers and spammers and robocallers and opted me out on my behalf. It was so easy. It took five or six days for 30 data brokers to be stripped of my information and we're going to give you a two-week free trial with our sponsor, Aura, with our link only, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Get rid of the data brokers, protect your info, credit identity theft as well. Password management and protection is huge too with all that Aura offers in a two-week free trial. It's great. It's real. Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. A to Z sports were powered by bet MGM. Download the app today. Use the bonus code ATOZ sports. Get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If your first bet misses, that's for new users. And that's if you use the bonus code ATOZ sports, they are the king of the sports book. You can download in your Apple or Android app today. Before you get to super chats, I want to clear yeah. this up because you know, the internet is the internet. People yeah. are going to take things out of context. Uh, I, my army dad analogy is how Mike Vrabel is publicly talking about Will Levis. I don't believe that's him in his personal life. I don't know how Mike Vrabel parents his his kids. His kids seem very happy, right? But Mike that's Vrabel, the, like, yeah. Mike Vrabel. I, we've seen Mike Vrabel. I've talked to Mike Vrabel. He he is a cool dude. Players love Mike Vrabel, but when you get in press conferences. It's the same thing. I'll actually give you a, a great story from what happened. I was in New York last week from a summit. I got an opportunity to talk to Devin McCourty for a good amount of time. We were, we were just one-on-one with this other guy. 
And he was talking about the Patriots experience. And he's talking about how Bill Belichick truly is in the meeting and how there's a time where there was an hour that passed and Bill wouldn't be quiet. Like <laughs> he would not, he, and this was Devin's, this Devin's words, not mine. Bill wouldn't shut up. And we were late for another meeting because he was going over, but that is mind blowing to the public, right? On how yeah. Bill Belichick is. So all I'm doing and all I'm criticizing is on how Mike Vrabel is handling this publicly that I think, you know, perception is not always reality and sometimes perception is. And so I think you got to weigh that. And I think he's just going a little bit, he's leaning in too hard to that. Yeah. And Mike Vrabel goes and watches his sons play baseball. Like Mike Vrabel's yeah. not a bad dad. So if anybody wants to take that, that's ridiculous. So Zach quickly before super chats, does is it is it right for Ryan Tannehill to lose his job because of an injury? I, I've I've heard people talk about that. I heard Brad Hopkins talk about that on 104.5 The Zone on Friday, and he was saying that base. And we wrote about this on AtoZSports.com that if you go back to Ryan Tannehill, because Brad, former player, Blaine also said this former player, you don't want former players all believe you don't lose your job because of an injury, but. I think you lose your job, in my opinion, because of the guy who replaced you after you got hurt, played better than you were playing before the injury, right? And so Brad was saying, like, if you put Tano back out there, now you're going to see the true difference of, was the offense evolving organically, or did Will Levis evolve the offense further from what Tannehill was doing? And the only way to truly know that is if Tannehill goes back in the game, and if it reverts, then you know the difference was Levis. Right, that like that logic checks out. Titans fans don't want to see that logic being proven. You just want to see more Will Levis. Why did you draft Will Levis? In hopes that he is the future of your quarter of your franchise. Because of circumstances, he has had the opportunity to play. He has played outstanding in one game and okay in the other game. I wouldn't even say Will Levis played bad against Pittsburgh. He didn't play great. He didn't play good. He didn't play good enough to win, right? If he would have made one more play, one more throw, one more touchdown, maybe we'd speak about it differently. But it is what it is. You drafted Will Le Levis for a reason. Prove that that was the reason. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, you know what Tannehill's ceiling is. Yeah, uh, I'm going to, Jay has a super chat, says, if he says all this publicly, then starts Tannehill over Levis, and we go backwards, I'll be pissed off at Vrabel. A lot of people will be. Yeah, um, no doubt about this. Uh, Rashid asked, did Bill Belichick do this to Brady when Brady was a rookie coming in for Bledsoe? I I don't know. Uh, was YouTube created in 2001? <laughs> I mean, go back and watch Patriots press conferences about whether Brady's the guy or if it's going to go back to Bledsoe. And I don't remember the extent well, of Bledsoe. Here, here was the, well, a little bit of a different, it was a delay because Drew Bledsoe got knocked, right? Playing the Jets and he got a concussion. So he was out for multiple weeks and yeah. that gave, and Tom Brady didn't lose. If Will Levis beat Pittsburgh by 14 points and then beat Tampa Bay again, there's no way. That, and that was the unique part. So what we can do, I think it's a valid question. You go back, and if I remember correctly, Tom Brady didn't lose for a period of time after he got the starting job in consecutive games. You know who's another one? Uh, ben Roethlisberger. Tommy Maddox gets hurt in week two of Roethlisberger's rookie season. Roethlisberger comes in. They win, 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 win all the way through. And, you know, they were 15-1 and that year. 
uh, with Ben Roethlisberger starting as a rookie. Uh, you know, Kicking to the King says in the Super Chat that Vrabel's too critical. Look at how he treats Tannehill. And I think that's something that's totally fair is that, eh, how do you think Levis played? Eh, you know, what happened with Ryan Tannehill? How did Tannehill play? Well, you know, it takes all 11. <laughs> that's Vrabel's different words that he chooses for Tannehill and Levis are also evident. So here's a question, because I just went back. 2001 New England Patriots. They were 0-2. They lost to the Jets. That's week two. Brady starts, wins against the Colts, and then actually loses against the Dolphins. So the question I don't know, was Drew Bledsoe available to come back? Because then he won two games in a row, right? right. It, it's it's winning. You don't pull a guy for winning. Right, you the old adage is you don't pull a guy for injury. You don't pull a guy for winning either, and so this is where the unique situation is because Will Levis did lose. He, he lost against Pittsburgh. He didn't win. That was close, but I think that goes into the, in a decision this week for Mike Vrabel, who's not willing to commit to his young quarterback yet. Yeah, Jared says it's possible he's too critical because he wanted Stroud and not Levis, and CJ Stroud. Having, you know, he saw Will Levis put up a great game on Sunday against the Falcons and CJ Stroud seven days later went up, put like the best rookie quarterback performance ever. I think the most yards, touchdowns, completion percentage, all that stuff in an incredible win for the Houston Texans to get to four and four. Uh, let's see more super chats to come in here too. Um, I'm trying to find one that kind of goes, uh, Andre brings up Rabel talks about not executing plays, but ignores his staff, not executing in-game adjustments. Coaches are just as responsible for losing some games. And that Zach was kind of the narrative that me and Sam just talked about Friday morning, the day after the loss to Pittsburgh is that the coaches blew that opportunity in Will Levis's second start for how they managed the third and 10 before halftime with a timeout left, how they managed the third and four in the fourth quarter with three minutes left. And, then the ensuing fourth down bomb, the Burks who got hurt. And now it seems like he's okay uh, over there. So yeah, coaching absolutely um, had some were was problematic in situations on Thursday night. Yeah. And I'm sure Mike Vrabel, what we don't know is what is talked about in the headset, right? We yeah. don't know what they're saying to say, Hey, we need to protect or we need to play conservative. We need to be aggressive. We don't know. Right. But I think, it is a point to bring up. Yeah. Kick of the King says Vrabel playing conservative for the field goal at the end of the first half proves once more Vrabel is his, is this generation's Jeff Fisher captain field goal frustrating. Uh, yeah, look, yeah, I, I, I didn't like that decision. You had one timeout, try to go get a first down and see what happens with 25 seconds left. Plenty of time. Connor says if Vrabel starts Tannehill, he should be fired. He's the best coach since Fisher in his opinion, but Levis is the future and the guy to build around and game plan around. Surely he knows this, right? Right, like Connor's like double right is like uh he knows this right like we see it. Mike Vrabel does see this right. Like I think you have to think. But his public perception and his his what well, he hasn't shown that right. And I think that's yeah. where fans are are upset. That's why I say he's taking it too far. There's a line. It's okay to be the tough love guy, but. The fans, you know, you got to give something, give a little. And yeah. I think that's what the fans are yearning for, for the stop this. Well, Ryan Tannehill, we'll, we'll find out if he's healthy. We'll find out. And he may say that tomorrow, tomorrow. today. Yeah. yeah, right? Tuesday. So he may say that. I don't know. 
But yeah. I think the fans, it's, it is growing a little thin in this particular situation. Yeah, Julius, if Rabel starts Ryan Tannehill, he wants to be fired to save a first-round pick for New England. By the way, we will have that show tomorrow on Tuesday to discuss the report that came from the Boston Globe uh, on Sunday about the Patriots' interest in Mike Vrabel to potentially replace Bill Belichick. More Super Chats here. Brandon says, I like Buck's perspective on the quarterback situation. His Friday night show says it all. People should watch that show before commenting. I'm not sure exactly what Buck said about that, uh, but that might have been primetime last night, I think. Um, Brandon says, uh, two favorite plays from Levis, the quick snapping it with 12 men on the, on the defense and a third and 12, 13 conversion to NWI. Never seen a Titans QB do that. Yeah. I think the good thing Levis has had some plays where like, Oh damn, that was really impressive. Like, and like tough and accurate and savvy, confident, all these type things like prepared. All of those are words that have been described that you can describe Will Levis with in his first eight quarters of NFL football. Prepared is a a, a crucial word. Yeah. He feels like he is mentally in the game. And for a young rookie quarterback thrown into a situation he didn't think that he was going to get thrown into, uh, there, there should be kudos to Will Levis for how he's performed in that right. Yeah, no doubt. Andre comes in. Uh, Texans let Stroud air it out, go for a win. Vrabel, Kelly, handcuff Levis. Ironic how Stroud is succeeding with the same issues that stifle the Titans coaching. I want to say this about the Houston Texans because I've watched a number of Houston Texans games uh, willingly, I'll admit, willingly this season. You decided to do this. The Texans came into this season with a completely different mindset of their team of their offense, of their coach. Like, all of this was new to the Texans, right? They were no longer tanking. They're playing free. They hit on some picks. Tank Dell has been really good. They've hit on on uh, the tight end they got from uh, Dallas, Dalton Schultz. He has been an asset to them. C.J. Stroud has played very, very well. But they're in a completely different situation than the Tennessee Titans. So I think that is, you can't compare the two. I don't think that that's fair. Different results, but they knew that that Stroud had all of training camp as the starter. He had all of that preparation. He started every game since. He's played in every game since. He's consistently gotten better and more comfortable. Will Levis has played two games. So apples and oranges there. For sure. And I want to say that Levis is one and one and Stroud was was one and one. And, and Big Ten Jeff says, uh, please stop the comparisons. Levis is not Stroud. I don't think that was a comparison saying that Levis is Stroud or Stroud is is Levis or whatever. Finkel is Einhorn. I think it's the fact that the Houston Texans franchise is letting CJ Stroud go. They're letting him f- play and they're letting him figure it out. And he's figured it out in a positive side. You know, they're four and four, but he is way net positive to where the Texans are letting him gain valuable experience. Who's the backup quarterback? Um, It's not a $30 million quarterback. It also is not Gardner Minshew. Like, look at those situations, like a, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you the you didn't have – the Texans don't have a safety net because they're going oh, all Mills. on their guy. Davis Mills, who is your – he's like a younger version of Gardner Minshew. <laughs> No, Davis Mills is no good. We've seen enough of Davis yeah. Mills. Now, he didn't play on a great team, so there's there's yeah. that. But Stroud was given the keys. Here's the keys. Take it. And Mike Vrabel 
Mike Vrabel is still holding on to the keys. If you want to leave this house, young man, you're going to have to come get the keys from my pocket. I yep. may, I'm going to give them to you, but Army I'm going to need right? these back. I'm going to need these back if you need to leave again. That's curfews at 10. Isn't that Don't how scratch it, the truck? Isn't yeah. that the perception, though? Yeah, yes, my, yes, it is. Because Mike Vrabel wanted to win the South this year. The Houston Texans had no belief they could win the South. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the AFC South and get to the picture uh, here because right now the, the Titans are dead last. After Sunday's results, Colts and Texans both get a win. Jags on the bye. Titans lose to Pittsburgh on Thursday, sitting at 3-5, and five, the bottom of the AFC South. We'll talk about the AFC playoff picture as well, but let's ask your, your guys's, what's your confidence level in the Titans making a playoff push? Uh, what's your confidence level in the Titans making a playoff push for a playoff spot? Uh, but first, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever an injury happens in life, don't let it linger. Don't let that inconvenient injury become an inconvenient day-to-day. Go get it checked out. And the folks at the Bone & Joint Institute have all the experts and the resources at their facility in Franklin to make it go away effectively and to help you out and help you learn how to do it maybe at home too. Uh, the Bone & Joint Institute, it's so easy to book an appointment, find out what that injury is, how you can fix it, a home rehab, therapy there, or surgery if, if needed, boneandjointtn.org. It is eSports powered by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today. We also got 40% off all merch. We may have an opportunity to, to have 40% off later on in the show. You never know. Shop.a-to-zesportsnational.com, 40% off. It, they're flying off the shelves. We've had a lot of people come buy our merch, which is great because we're having uh, a, basically a fire sale because we're moving our merch store. So it's, it's honestly beneficial to all of our, our fans. So go get you a tee. See if I can get the right side right there. Mm-hmm. A to Z Sports. It's comfortable. They're soft. The chat knows. Ask the chat. You get yourself an old ball cap. Do whatever. <laughs> but go to shop.a-to-zsportsnashville.com for some swag. 40%. All right. What's your confidence level in the Titans pushing for a playoff spot? Uh, one through ten. Andre says, playoffs? You kidding me? Can't even win a game. Going Jim Morris Sr. on that. Um, Zach, do you want to go to the chat first with confidence level? Um. Let's see. I'll, I'll let you go to the chat okay. first. I am trying to scroll up. A lot of people watching today. A lot of chats coming in here. I uh, got a five from Jags Guy Juice. Got a zero. Demetrius says that ended on Thursday night. Amanda's at a minus three. Uh, Jody is at a two. Ty Kendrick says 5.6 out of 10. Yuri says three. Steel on YouTube with a zero. Ty on Facebook with a one. Uh, Will Dodson says big fat zero. Pedro with a four. Brad with a two. Brent with a three, uh, Luman with an eight, uh, Andre says two, Titans shouldn't make it, Brian says zero if Ryan Tannehill comes back as a starter, Patrick says Levis, four out of ten, Tannehill, one out of ten, Scott says four, Darius goes double decimal, 2.88, a lot of zeros, a lot of low numbers, Zach, uh, so I'll let you go to the chat. All right, go, so, your answer. you know, I have, let me explain, because you got to look at the standings for this. Yep. This is key. Yep. So the let's talk about division, right? Division, you're not completely out of it because you still got to play the Texans twice, the Colts once, and the Jags twice, right? So yep. let's say you win all of those games wildly. Let's say the Titans win all of those games. You're not out of it. You're not no. sitting here at a two if you win all of those games. The likeliness of that is slim and none, but there there is a that's way eight, to that's win eight the wins. division. That's eight wins, right? 
right? Here's some positivity as well. Everybody except for the New York Jets who were on bye lost in the AFC East yesterday. Boom, boom, boom. Dolphins lost, Bills lost, and then the Patriots keep losing. You look at the AFC West, you're not going to beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to win that division. But you look at the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Broncos, you've already beaten the Chargers. There's value there. That's not a great division. So really the logjam, and this is the tough part, the logjam is in the AFC North. You've lost to the Ravens, the Browns, and the Steelers. The good thing is you've beaten the Bengals. So the Bengals, if they continue to win, the tie break goes to the Titans if, in fact, at some weird way, they have the same record at the end of the year. You also play Jacksonville at the end of the year. That's a benefit, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's a two-game swing in your division if you're going for the division. If Will Levis plays the rest of the year and gets a hot hand and really grows up, I think my number is 4.9. I don't think you can be five. It's, I don't think it's a 50-50 shot. I definitely don't think it's a six, seven, eight, nine, or 10, right? Realistically. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just under five because of the state of the AFC and the opportunity moving forward. The schedule is in your favor. I mean, it is. Let's say you beat Tampa and Jacksonville back-to-back on the road on you know in, in back-to-back weeks. All of a sudden, you're 500 about to play the worst team in football besides the Cardinals, maybe it's a close one, in Carolina. You could blink if you win three in a row, and now you're above 500 with a rookie quarterback that has maybe reeled off a string of wins. Yeah, yeah. So you're at a 4.9. I mean, I think... I'm not out. I'm not out on it. Yeah. um, I think it's unlikely, but I'm not out because there's still games to be played. Yeah, I think uh, it's funny that the Titans' updated win total number is seven and a half at BetMGM, and you're talking about five divisional games that are winnable. They are five divisional games are winnable. Are you going to win them all? I don't know. Panthers game, you should beat them. I think you should beat the Bucks. So that's seven games that are absolutely winnable games. Well, that's two out of the next three too, which uh-huh. is important. Yep. You could lose to Jacksonville and just go for a wild card too, right? Like Jacksonville could just take the division. So if you lose to Jacksonville, but you win two out of the next three, you're not in a great spot by any means, but you still play the Texans twice and the Colts once. Yeah, yeah. You have to win two out of the next three, and I would prefer to have that two, one of the two. Out of the and here's three. a caveat. At the end of the season, you never know how it works out. The Jags may not be playing for anything. Yeah, eh, I think they've kind of changed that with how they want the seating to go. I, it, yeah, it, it's not but, likely. Not yeah. likely. So I think – put so – the que- the question's important, right? Confidence level in making a push for a playoff spot. That's the question. So I, I think I'm you're like right under the fence. I'm gonna go over the fence. I'm gonna say 5.5. Make a push for a playoff spot. Doesn't mean they're gonna make it, but I think 5.5 to make a push for a spot. Now, here's the crazy thing: is that you look at the overall AFC, only Denver and New England are but are behind you. Uh, that you've got the head to head over the chargers, the Raiders win the interim coach game that, that always happens. And they're at four and five, but I think the Titans will end up above the Raiders and above the Colts uh, when all is said and done throughout the season. It's really about Houston. Like you said, the jets are going to fall off the chargers. You got in the bag. Uh, they're probably going to fall off too. It's how quickly can you climb 
and then who gets beat up in the AFC North division? Pittsburgh all- plays Cleveland. Cleveland plays Cincinnati. Cincinnati plays Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh plays Baltimore. Baltimore plays Cleveland. Yeah. Like, they, they're going to beat themselves. Yes. It's just it, – it, it's the facts. Three of them can make the playoffs, but not all four of them. Not all and, four. Yeah, and so I, I say 5.5 out of 10 to make a push for a playoff spot. And I think that's how the Titans should think too. I like, I know it's tough after, oh man, three and five deflating primetime loss when you're close. Oh, the season's over. I just don't think they're at that point. The NFL, bless the league, is not set up that way. Mm-hmm. It's set up to give you as much hope as possible as late in the season. The Cardinals and the Panthers, tough luck, better luck next year. But for the mid-tier teams, because there's seven playoff spots and how it's how it's structured, it's it's what college football is about to be doing. You know, yeah. Ole Miss is now going to have some hope where I don't I've got a slim chance now, right? I still I got a three percent chance to make the college football playoff. That's not how the NFL is. It's more of a, you got about a thirty percent or a forty percent chance. Yeah. Uh, Kane comes in super chat says, hey, so here we are at this point. I called a few weeks ago. Uh, do you realistically believe the Titans are a playoff team? Come on, man, get a better draft pick. Look, Kane, like that's not what the Titans are trying to do. They're not trying to get a better draft pick. And, and they're not a playoff team Kane, but could they make the playoffs? Uh, maybe here's, here's the problem with the get a better draft pick. The NFC is bottom loaded with crap football teams. I just said the Titans are third worst in the AFC right now, but the Titans are currently slated to pick 10th. I tell you Tampa green Bay, the LA Rams, the giants, the bears, Carolina slash the bears and the Cardinals, all NFC teams that are doo-doo that are going to be picking majority of those are probably going to be picking ahead of the Titans. So the Titans bottom out like Kane wants them to do for the ninth overall pick for the eighth overall pick. If they're I mean, the Patriots are going to be worse than the Titans. So you're not going to get that. Like there, there's so many bad teams in the NFC that it's going to be really tough for the Titans. They bottom out for a, uh, an incredible pick. The good thing is, is you're not trying to pick a quarterback. True. That there's your glass half full. I, I'm a big, big glass half full guy today. I don't know why, but. It, like you're not trying to draft a quarterback and other teams will. So you can get the benefit of going to get a left tackle, going to get a corner, going to get a wide receiver, depending on what you're going to do with Burks. Burks is a whole nother conversation that needs to be had because he's, he's not, he's not very good. And I, I don't we'll know talk about, why, we'll talk about, we'll but talk about. he's not very good. So are you going to go replace him? The, there's, Plenty. So, yes. All right, Zach, uh, you teased at the very beginning the hardest age game that we've had yet, right? I, I believe so, yes. All right, the hardest age game that we have had to date. But first, shout out Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process. Go see our friend Payne Bone and his team in Lebanon to make them a part of the process to get your new ride or see them online at Wilson County Hyundai.com. So, Zach, the most difficult age game to date. I have the chat hidden, so I cannot cheat. Let's see if I can get a win. All right. This is tough because you should know who this is. And if you don't, and I'm going to set it up where you should know who this is. Okay. 
We're playing the Kevin Bacon game to get to where we want because they got to throw some curveballs so people aren't Googling. Don't Google. Here's how the game works. First one, be quick. Don't hurry. You hurry, you're going to get, you're going to lose. So the backstory of where, how I came to what I came to is Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight passed away last week at age 83. We all know about the stories of Bob, Bobby Knight. You've heard the, the cuss out sessions in the locker room, which is you know, old school back in the day. But Bobby Knight actually was in a movie. I don't know hmm. if you knew that or what movie he was in, but Bob Bobby Knight was in a movie. And that movie was one of my favorites. And if you have never watched this, one of my favorite movies is Blue Chips with Nick Nolte and Shaquille O'Neal and Anthony Hardaway. The question is, how old is Nick Nolte? I've put that in the chat, and you may say, who is Nick Nolte? Let's go all the way back. If you've ever seen 48 Hours with Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte, you should know who Nick Nolte is. But I highly recommend watching, going to your local blockbuster, and renting on VHS Nick Nolte's Blue Chips. Blue Chips is about, I mean, it is a great movie. So here's my question, as you've hid in the chat. Have you ever seen Blue Chips, and do you no. know who Nick Nolte is? Uh, no, I've never seen Blue Chips, and I vaguely know who Nick Nolte is. I'm terrible at actors. I'll I'm terrible vaguely. at movies. I really believe because this was a basketball sports movie, that is one of the greatest. Like I think that this does not get enough credit. Very underrated movie. How old is Nick Nolte? And I've given you two context clues, right? So you can tell by the picture, and then you can kind of tell by the picture to give you a little bit, bit of age, age range. But the question is, how old is Nick Nolte? Mm. Mm. Okay. First one in the chat that gets it right wins. You guess wrong, you're wrong. All right. Let's see here. Nick Nolte. I'm going to say this movie came out in 1996. No, that's Space Jam year. There's no way Blue Chips and Space Jam came out the same year. I'm going to say 1995 for Blue Chips, um, which is 28 years ago. I'm going to say Nick... Eighty-one. Eighty-one, final A to Z. Final answer for me. Let's go to the chat. How old is Nick Nolte? Uh, first answer out of the gate, and this is all just chronological. We go mm -hmm. to the top. Is Lou Man. Lou Moon goes with 73. 73 is incorrect. James is also incorrect. Who's the second guest to 73? Tress, 78. That is incorrect. Bork Borkington, 74. That is incorrect. Zoe, 77. That is incorrect. Jody goes with 75. I believe this is a two-time winner. I know at least this name, the first name, got it right, and I need some confirmation. You guessed what? 81. 
Unfortunately, you were one year off. He's Again? 82 years old. That's impressive, though. He That's is... the second week in a row I've been one year off. And Justin, hasn't Justin been a champion before? Yeah. Justin, can you confirm that you are a two-time champion, oh. which now you get put in the ranks? And I and that's it's quick, not hurrying. I think Justin's a two-time champion. Damn. Not once, but twice. He now ties with you. You're two-time champion as well. Yeah. Two now you time get a champ. little bit more benefit. He is. So that's confirmed. Well, like, like James says, Justin's a Googler. It's the first person gets, I mean, it's, and Zach, you set it up very clean to where it's hard to Google that. It's and hard. I, I do this. I do some research here, people. It is hard to Google. I, let's ask Justin, be honest. Did you Google? And be honest with us. If you say yes, I won't strip the titles, but you will be in timeout. But I don't think Justin Googled. I think it's very difficult to Google this. Yeah. And if Brent, you go Google Nick Nolte easy. today. To, yeah. I mean. Uh. I'm watching on my phone. So kind of hard to Google answer. So I believe Justin. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I. And Bork's right. Guessing age isn't rocket science. It's luck. Like I, you know. And there's I a lot up, of people. I mean, there's 500 people. I mean, we got there. Yeah. There are a lot of people, you know, guessing. So, uh, Justin, you are our two-time champion, and with that, we are going to. And we don't do this for everybody. We are going to give you an additional 40 percent off <laughs> all of our merch. Shop.azsportsnational.com. We we don't do this for you know single champions, but double champions we will. 40% off all merch. You can get yours today. Justin, shop.a-to-zsportsnashville.com. They're flying off the shelves, but specialty for you, you can get that 40% off. Man, and uh, I also said blue chips. I, I guess blue chips, 1995, blue chips, 1994. Go watch that movie, people. I, I know, you know, go watch that movie. It is a great movie. I'm not even a good movie. That's a great yeah. movie. And, and Zach, you did say something that I have to catch you on. You did say Justin gets an additional 40% off of what is already 40% off. So you know, additional for, uh, of, of stock sale. So, uh, you know, it's, it's stock sale. So he gets the 40% off and you know what? I've already gone back for Justin personally at shop.a-to-zsportsnational.com. There's no promo code, Justin. Don't worry about it. If you push that specific link, you'll get the 40% off. Additional of additional 40% off is just 40% off of what the current price is, not 80%, guys. Yeah, current <laughs> price. And that's why that's why I've taken, I took the time to go ahead and do that for Justin. Yes. Shop.a to zsportsnashville.com. All right. Look, big show today. It'll be big shows this week. Tomorrow, we will discuss the Boston Globes report about the Patriots' potential interest in Mike Vrabel and what would have to happen for all of that. Uh, but we got a lot of stuff to get to today. Uh, Buck Rising is live tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime. That's at 8 o'clock Central Time. But make sure on the way out, you hit that like button, 
thumbs up clicks. We need them on YouTube. We need them on Facebook. Please hit that thumbs up button. We'd appreciate that greatly. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow morning on a Tuesday. Appreciate it as always. Adios.